You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. All right, it is Monday. Cash the ticket. We are with you. Very excited. Now, a little bit of a scheduling change this week. You're going to get the full recap episode tomorrow. We got cookies doing middays here in Detroit. Uh, I'm going to do the mailbag. I got some thoughts from the weekend and kind of a an emotional separator, a grand divide between college and the NFL. I am not going to get into Texas Tech today. I am not going to get into how angry I am at the worst speed of my life. Evan, I promise this won't be a Texas Tech podcast. We'll get into that tomorrow. I am not going to get into the Giants losing 40 to nothing. I stayed away from the game. I am upset, but we're going to leave it alone. What I am going to do is the mailbag. I want to give you some thoughts. Uh, And as always, Texas is back. Notice that little rat to my left didn't show up today, but guess what? He's still got to show up tomorrow for the recap. And we're going to recap Jim Costa shrinking to the size of Ant-Man by the end of that game, which we watched together. Evan, play by play, he was shrinking like an old Italian grandmother. He was down to the size of Ant-Man where I could take him like a lapel pin and I could place him on the table like a little army soldier because he knew, he knew, Evan, Texas was back. Uh, As always, rate, review, subscribe. I'm not doing the stupid dance without Jim here. Uh, YouTube, subscribe, thumbs up, the whole bit. We're crushing and and cross promo. Do me a kindness. Uh, The kickoff show with Boomer Esiason and myself now lives on our YouTube as well as the video component. Get on there. Check it out. See if you like it. It's your entire weekend of NFL in 45 minutes. That's also free. Um, Let's get to the mailbag. Shout out the sponsors, Paulson's Audio Video, McLaughlin Furniture for help with the studio. Uh, it came out even better than expected. Hell, I got Paulson's coming out to the house next week. Got to finagle something with uh, one of my televisions, but we are good to go, ready to rock. Let's do the mailbag. Uh, first one comes in from Unib777. You two are amazing. Thank you. Super sharp and real. I listen. I subscribe to about seven different gambling pods. This is wholeheartedly the only one I care about the picks and the entertainment factor is amazing. Keep up the great work. Then there's a a whole paragraph here about the corporate and extra episodes for commercials. All right, I want to help you with something. First of all, I appreciate the kind words. And I would not call myself sharp on Saturday. Now, I was badly unlucky, but had a bad Saturday, had a good Sunday. Three and one, potential four and one in the NFL if the Jets can turn the trick tonight. This, I want you to repeat this, Unib. This is an on-demand podcast. This is an on-demand podcast. This is an on-demand podcast. 
we are doing something different. Part of it is business and part of it is actual functionality. So work with me. All these other podcasts are going to break down 24 games. To me, it's a bigger pain in the ass to give you an hour and 15 minutes of content. And then you have to sit there combing through it, or even worse, while you're driving, which is when I listen to most of my podcasts, hitting the fast forward button. I'd rather go in the timeline. Jim would rather go in the timeline. We would rather go in the timeline and know what I'm getting. Evan is notating full episode every time you get in there. Now, if you're upset because you have to scroll your timeline because you're getting four or five things from us a day, let me give you a very nuanced response to that. With all love and respect. Wah. So, yes, there's a business element to it. Do you like this pod? Do you like free entertainment and fun? You sound like you do. Then we're doing it this way for a multitude of reasons. So, that's the deal. Uh, ELU writes in. Now, this is one regarding our West Coast correspondent, Martin Weiss. If you haven't checked out Martin, LA-based. We know him from here in Detroit. Great guy. Talented guy. And we brought him on board. I introed him in the bonus episode where we gave you a winning pick, Boise State, Friday. Um, Martin works at FS1. And we wanted to bring him aboard to do some supplemental picks for football. And he will be our official NBA player uh, where he's going to give you three picks a week from opening tip through the NBA finals. So when you see the Martin Weiss episodes, that's who Martin Weiss is. ELU writes in, Martin Weiss, quote, Mike just lives in this miserable place. Close quote, LOL. Well done, my man. Evan, what, what, the, what the fuck? I just, I was nice to this guy. What does that mean? So Martin will go through the podcast. He'll listen to the picks that you guys make. And maybe it was the Atlanta game. There was some game that he didn't agree with you guys. Okay. And he just, and that's the beauty of Martin is Martin had worked here. So yeah, we, know we know him. each other personally well so he can take some pot shots here and there and he just said you live in a did you have an under or something like that there was a lot of episodes i listened to over the weekend um but there was something that he said you lived in a miserable place it was some take on a game and it's just martin being martin okay i just want to make sure so it's slander (laughs) yes i want to take back everything i said about martin weiss (laughs) he can crawl back to a shithole town known as los angeles (laughs) but that's what it was off to the sun all right. I, thank you. I just wanted to know what that was. To give some context there, but So I, you don't live in a miserable place? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Oh, it could man. always be worse. I could have woken up this morning as Mel Tucker. That is true. My God. Lose $80 million because you're futzing around with your beanbag. Can I ask one? Only because this is the podcast. Yeah. Between him and Miles Bridges, who screwed it up more? Probably Miles Bridges because he gave up $150 million. No, I I honestly think when it comes down to it, you're the head coach of one of the top 25 public universities in America. You're the head coach. MSU's top 20 in revenue, top 20 in attendance. They gave Mel Tucker everything they never gave Mark D'Antonio. The new football building, the massive contract, the assistant pool, the backing of this university. You know how many people you let down as Mel Tucker? You let down 100 guys on your football team and all of their families. You let down the assistant coaches whose wives and children move to that community because you're the head coach, because you hired them. You let down the donors who pay your salary to a point. You let down the university. You let down your AD. You let down your season ticket holders. Now, Mel Tucker. Now, look, they're both they're both piles of shit. Right. But I, I'm just saying, with horrible choices to be made, Mel they both did it at the worst Yeah, again, I don't want to power rank this. They both did horrible things yes, that are different. I'm just saying, like, geez. One please. is legal. One is just 
Creepazoid awful. Yes. I, look, um, both bad. You can get back to the mailbag as you can get on to Tucker. I didn't mean to start that. Well, no, year, and, but... and I'm okay with it because, again, I'm on it too, and I have my thoughts, and the chainsaw is ready. I'm going to start hacking. Oh, it's, it's just. Evan, it's, I'm going to tell you right now. It's disgusting. It, it is, but long term, this is going to be good for the school. When a scumbag reveals themselves to be who they are, it is a gift because now, look, ultimately, here's the deal. He had about a 25% chance of being successful at State here on out. Last year was a disaster. This offseason, I foreshadowed. This guy's personal life, some problems. Mm -hmm. Recruiting not where it needs to be. And we all thought they were a six or seven win team at best, right? But you know who knew in my world? I don't care. I'm glad we stumbled on this now. We talked in the preview episode about the over-under in Vegas, five and a half. Yeah. But what was it to bet the under? Remember? Yeah, well, weren't they giving you plus odds? Or uh, something? under was minus one eighty four. Yeah, you had to pay through the nose to bet the under, and I go, why would that be so heavily juiced? Because they knew some crap was going down. My assertion: Vegas knew about the Title IX investigation. Jeez, that's something, huh? I have always said Vegas knows what nobody else knows. They have the ability to get the information. The information is how they can set the number. Yeah. And they're in the business of winning. I think they knew. I think Vegas knew, maybe not the details, but knowing about the Title IX investigation, or worse, maybe they did know more. They were able to set that line, and if you wanted to bet that under, they were going to bury you because they knew he might not last a year. That's a theory. That's not me reporting it. Right. And, and I mean, we're spitballing. And you saying it's good for Michigan State for a scumbag to reveal himself. It's better in year three than year seven. No, my, and, all right, let me, let me, let me say it. So my point in all of this, it's like in life, when you have friends who tell you the things you want to hear to your face, and the minute you turn your back, they plunge the knife in you. That's way more damaging than the person that just reveals themselves to be the person they are. And you go, you know what? I don't need you around anymore. Mm -hmm. Mel Tucker, no, it's not a blessing that this man did this and what what he did, what he admitted to doing to this woman, right? This with unwanted sexual advances, whatever you want to term it as. I don't want to hear about consensual. I don't want to hear about any of it. This dude's an idiot. He's the dumbest son of a bitch on the planet. You got involved with somebody who's a vendor for the university who comes to talk to your team about how men need to act and how to treat women. And be, she's a sexual assault survivor. You dumb piece of shit. You got involved with her? It's her? It's the what are you, insane? So the point is, disaster now, serenity later. Because now, this dumbass cost himself 80 million bucks. The mm -hmm. school's going to be off the hook for a vast majority of it. Even if they pay him $5 million to sign an NDA and shut the fuck up, mm -hmm. he's gone. He's a dead man at this hearing October 5th. And they move on versus this year goes six and six, five and seven. They're stuck with him because of the money. He comes back next year, covers his ass, fires all the assistants. Personal life's a disaster, which I told you about off the mm -hmm. air prior to this. I had no idea about this. This is, this is banana land crazy. And then it's 18 months of this slow drip of terminal illness. Yeah. Versus, all right, here's what I would compare it to. Joe Pesci in Casino, Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Casino, he gets beaten to death with a baseball bat and thrown into a grave while still alive 
to die being buried in dirt in his underwear. Or Goodfellas, bullet to the brain. Yeah. This is the bullet to the brain. And it, and it had to be Morbid, done. but accurate. And there's nobody that has his back, by the way. No. Not one single person will ever have no. his back. You'll no. never see We're anything done. like that. We're done here. Yeah. Like, it's it's the scene in Wedding Crashers. Kindly leave. And I've, listen, I know on, on X or Twitter or whatever it is, you get a lot of crazy people, and not one crazy person would have his back. Because at the end of the day, We're done. whether what he did was consensual, whatever you it want doesn't to matter. It, it doesn't violated. matter because you're a married freaking man. It doesn't even matter that he's a married freaking man, as you put it, because I'm not, I, again. But it's the morale it, it's there. The, thank you. That's it. I am willing to put up with a lot of shit if you win games, okay? But let's be very clear about this. His judgment was so bad. So bad. That he violated even that standard. Like, the amount of coaches that act poorly. Which are tons. Tons. Let's be honest. And let's face it, you as fans don't care. No. This is so bad. This is so stupid. It is so beyond the pale of idiocy that the, it's not illegal, it's just immoral and stupid. Coaches can survive a lot. What you can't survive is getting involved with a subordinate, getting involved with someone you're paying to speak at your school, getting involved with someone who is teaching your players how to act as young men, how to act appropriately with women. And you do the exact opposite. And then, it, 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 thank you. And that's what's crazy to me is that she's literally coming in telling you everything not to do, and you're like, oh, I'm going to do it all. Yeah, cut All scene. of it. Cutscene. He's in a Florida hotel. You know, just this. Okay. And you're on company time. I, I just, no, you get my point. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to piss on your head and tell you it's raining. My point is, yeah, it's bad in the short term, but reality, that's a blessing for the school. They're they're going to be off the hook for this eighty million. That and that's what I'm saying. That just it, it, they got. And for anybody saying, I'm glad that ESPN and them came out yesterday saying the fact that. No, the school did not know. They knew he was being investigated. You can't fire a guy just because the of way the that, Title IX right? investigation works. It's you're protecting the people. The the, the person AD, the president, the school does not get the report. So when the report, okay, December, you're notified. There's an investigation. Yeah, and you're like, oh god. They didn't sit on anything because you don't know the details. If you're given those details, it corrupts the investigation. You open yourself up to massive litigation. Sure. July 27th, the report comes back that the recommendation is going to be a hearing October 5th and 6th, which is state's bye week. And at that time, you are still not given the details of what happened. The only reason Michigan State was able to come out yesterday and act is it seems like her side put the documents out. There are 1,200 pages of documents that USA Today got a hold of. Mm -hmm. Once that side goes public, it changes the optics. It changes the, 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 the ability for you to act. Now that it's public, now that we know what you're being accused of and what you admitted to in the report, I can now suspend you without pay, without opening myself up to an $80 million oopsie. Yep. And if you think Michigan State's AD was operating rogue, then he can get a bullet to the brain. If you don't think he was letting general counsel guide every move, then you don't know anything about the process. Right. Lawyers are very expensive for a reason. Yeah. Because they give you the best advice possible. So is it a weird gray area where, well, wait, did state think they were really going to get away with it? No. You're sitting on a time bomb. You know the bomb's going to go off, but you can't act 
because the bomb will go off, destroy you, and cost you $80 million in the afterlife. Right. You had to let this play out. It's a hor- This is why I hate Mel Tucker now. This is why Mel Tucker is second to Satan. Maybe first. Maybe, hold on, maybe third to Texas Tech and Satan. On my power rankings of assholes. Chargers? Maybe. <laughs> we'll save it for the recap. The, the, the point is, he, he put my school in such a horrific spot. For a selfish act that benefited nobody but him. There you go. Right? And, and so let me just ask one last thing. Yeah, this is great. This is uplifting. Good about mailbag. it. Only because I got you here, right? I'm not going to get to do this on your radio show. Sure you can. Come but on in. No, I'll let you guys handle this one. That's more serious. We can be a little bit more loose here. But I sat there and watched the interim president say, this is not the old MSU. This is the new MSU. Hated the comment. And then you bring back the old MSU. Yeah. I love Mark D'Antonio. What he did for me as a fan of Michigan State for those years is something I didn't know I would ever get to see. Mark D'Antonio left with a black eye, correct? Yes. And now they bring him back. Yes. Which is <clears throat> confusing, I well, think. All right. You want me to try to help you? Yeah. Other right. than the fact that at least you have first a guy that first. still loves the school. First right? things first. Woodruff is on her way out as the interim president. That statement was written for her. You'll never, you'll never convince me otherwise. That. I didn't like the statement. It was cringy. The old MSU would do this. The new MSU would do that. You know what you say? This is how we do business today. This is how we do business now. We're doing everything by the book. Obviously, things change today when we see a report in USA Today that illuminated the circumstances. And I and Alan Haller, the AD, has my full support in yeah. how we acted. New MSU, old MSU, new MSU. That was tacky. But again, these people are amateurs. MSU ha- probably hasn't had a good president since John Hanna. And I mean, look, just trust me. And public schools deal with a lot of this where you have this board of trustees that they get elected by a bunch of morons, AKA the general public. It's a horrific process. Now, the D'Antonio thing. All right. Nobody was harder on Mark D'Antonio towards the end than me. Nobody. When, when I knew what was going on, the dude was baked, it was over. He got stubborn, he got bitter. And he needed to go because he wouldn't evolve. I kind of view this as his way of making it right. And what I mean by that is there's no one else they could call that has a chance to keep this together than him. True. I view it a lot like what Oklahoma had to do. When Bob Stoops came back to shepherd them through that bowl game and He's the only man they could call. It's like what Barry Alvarez did for Wisconsin. It's it's experience. And it's, it's, it's a calming voice yeah. because, let's face it, Harlan Barnett, no Spartan has gotten more shine for doing less than Harlan Barnett. Harlan Barnett is just whatever. They go and get D'Antonio. He recruited, I think, nine of the players on the team, including the starting quarterback, Noah Kim. He has the ability to walk in the room. I think at least rally the parents, rally the players, provide a little bit of stability. And from what I know, team meeting was held yesterday, players only first. Um, The sentiment that I have heard out of that meeting was kind of like, fuck Mel Tucker. Mm -hmm. You know, no one person's bigger than this team. No one person is bigger than than us. Now, I would hope that'd be the sentiment. The reality is they're going to need a person with cred. He's the winningest coach at the school. There'll be a statue of him. I'm able to forgive the way he left if he comes back 
and gives them 90 days of some stability. And if this team can somehow get to six wins and keep it together, um, Evan, it's the only thing they could do. I don't think you can make a call to anybody else. No, and you're right. And the fact that he was willing to do it is... I think it shows you he cares. Yes. And I think it shows you, in the end, if you're like me and you left very angry at your coach, you, you felt like he soiled a lot of his legacy, this is a way to make it right. Sure. To me. And, and Not that my opinion means dick to Mark Right, Antonio. because at the end of the day, I didn't want him gone, right? And, oh, that, I, and that's oh. the difference between oh, you did. and I with it. And I, and I understand that. But that's because I was grasping at the great times that maybe had already bypassed him. But if you're right, the respect that he'll gather by just walking into that room and saying, I've done it. This has happened. You have Noah Kim, who was, by the way, the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week this week. And, yeah. And, and going into your biggest game of the year thus far. Now, it's just I'm curious of how much everything changed behind the scenes that he's going to walk in. Like, he can't be calling plays or anything like that. He has to just be the father figure almost, right? I think it's about play. Look, he's already been behind the scenes. Well, that I know because he's been on the field plenty of times he's before. He's an analyst for the team. Yeah. He isn't dropping in from the clouds. Okay. He's been a phone call away. He's been around a lot. I think having someone who's been through the wars, having someone the players can talk to, having someone who can just guide this. When a parent calls, no disrespect to Harlan Barnett, I think they'd much rather hear from Mark D'Antonio than any of these other guys. I agree with that. So it's just Evan. They're making the best of a bad situation here. They got to get to six or seven wins now. Um, I think the one thing I would say, and I'll say it on the show today, is just fans need to rally around these players. And I think they will. I this really is think be they a will. Brutal schedule. Like, I, I think they're going to get their heads taken off Saturday. But it's about beating Nebraska. It's about beating Minnesota. It's about beating Maryland. It's about beating Indiana. It's about beating Rutgers. Yep. There's your seven wins. Can you do that? The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but. I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with GameTime. GameTime is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on GameTime actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all-in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with game time. Download the game time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And look, if this team pulls off a miracle and beats somebody who's like outstanding, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the kid with the Derek Jeter respect hat. I mean, I, that's really what this. It, right. <laughs> that's my point. So, no, I, I, we've we've taken a. You know what? I'm glad, and we can put this in the show title that Mike gives uh, thoughts on the Mel Tucker thing. That's fine. Absolutely. Because reality is, my show at two and this are two different things. Uh, completely, and I just wanted to pick your brain from a, a different perspective. I mean, your radio partner, Rico, he's very close with it. But here's one thing that I, I wonder about is, do you think Mel Tucker knew this was coming sooner than later? The reason I ask that is I go and I cover all the Michigan State football games. I sit there and I listen to his press conference after. Yeah. And it was the shortest I've ever seen him. Well, you should have seen him on TV. Somebody asked him about uh, what. why do you believe that there's hope that you can beat Washington? What do you mean hope? Yes, I'm paraphrasing that, but what do you mean hope? And it's like, you know exactly what he means by that. Obviously, as a coach, you don't want to hear that word. And sure. then a guy in Jack Ebling who has covered this team for probably 50, longer than I've been years. alive. 50 right? years. He's going to get short with him and give him a one-word answer. I forget what the question was about. And it was it was such a, it was, I'm not saying it's a softball, but it was a good question for a coach to talk yeah. up his team. You should have seen him on TV. He was a total space cadet. And it was funny, I didn't, Obviously, like, I didn't know this was coming. It wouldn't have shocked me if some other things in his personal life had come out, come to light, okay? I'll leave it there. But this, my phone is on do not disturb from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. I give myself eight hours. Mine's 10 to 8. I give myself even longer. Good for you. <laughs> if I had longer arms, I'd give you a high five. <laughs> the point is, I woke up to 56 text messages, seven missed calls. This breaking blew my mind. Blew my mind. And talking to people, nobody knew. Half the board of trustees were unaware, apparently, of the investigation. So it just shows you. Which also shows that the Title IX is doing their job, by the way. That is correct. It's an outside counsel. It's an outside investigation. Good job by them. Now, my policy has always been the same. Anyone did anything wrong, anyone interfered, anyone tried to be a, a bullet to the brain, goodbye. See you. Have a nice day. So, yeah, look, man, it's the best of a bad situation. I actually think in the long run this will be a good thing. 
Um, they're going to have to take some punishment because they hired someone and gave him a lot of money and he acted a fool. I'm saying from a football perspective, as a sports-based podcast, I think for the football program, they have a chance to go to the church bazaar and spin the wheel again. I guess the last thing I want to ask you and your opinion about with this. This is great, by the way. Is it do I have to do the show at two now or can I just do this with you and call it a day? A situation like this is not preventable. Correct. There is no way. Well, sure it is. Don't hire an asshole. Well, okay, but how? No, there's nothing you can prevent. Look, you know what I mean. Okay. Like, there's, there's no way that you could have gone through the interview process, looked at a man, and said. No, I disagree with that. That's what I'm wondering. I disagree with that. Here's the problem: the hire was rushed because of what your boy did. Yes. And I think the school fucked up hiring Luke Fickle. And whether that's going to be for him, you mean? They did everything they could, and then I there was a lot going on. Coaching searches at big schools, you know the deal. Yeah. There's the BOT, Board of Trustees. You got your donors. You got your AD. MSU's always been a clusterfuck. As time has gone on, you have heard more from people from Colorado about Mel Tucker in his limited time. Okay. And it makes me wonder if there had been a more thorough, a less rushed process. Let us not forget Mark D'Antonio left on signing day. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, February. I wonder if more could have been done. But generally speaking, no, you can't prevent. This is the issue with coaches, right? This is a wider ranging topic, but I'm, I'm good with it. Where do I get a beetle two o'clock? These guys all have a God complex. Think about it. When you're the manager at a New York Yankees, you're in New York. It doesn't matter how big you are, you're going to be made to feel small. That town will bring you to its knees. Absolutely. Colleges is different. You're in Bumblewood, East Lansing, Tuscaloosa, Athens. Um, you know, even Ann Arbor is its own insular hovel. Absolutely. It's a god complex. So you got a guy in Mel Tucker who went from making nothing to five to 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 what is it? Two million to five million to basically ten million. Yeah. You have this magical 11-win season. Now nah, we got the Ferraris, we got the Pit Bulls, and you're in this hovel. You feel like you can't do any wrong. And you see this with all these coaches. I mean, Hugh Freeze, highly successful. I'm down in Oxford, Mississippi. Horrendous moral compass, escorts on the Rolodex. Rick Pitino, Louisville, King Shit. We're banging on the bistro. We got hookers and recruits. I mean, all the bad stuff Sarkeesian went through. When Sarkeesian he was with- bombed on the plane. Yep. Um, Brian Kelly played a role getting a kid killed because the winds are 60 oh, miles yeah. an hour of practice. And yep. he, it would, God complex, do what I want. The point I'm making is it doesn't absolve any of these dickheads. But if you want to know why it keeps happening, Urban Meyer, why do these things keep happening? Because... We, as a sporting public, and the setup of most of these colleges, it, it, it allows for it. Think about it. You're the CEO of the most important forward front face of the school. Yeah. You know, the football program brings in more applicants, higher tuition, more money, more revenue. That I've always said college presidents have four or five silos on their desk, and one of them is football. Yeah. If you're a good president. Well, and if you think about it across the country, you're not going to know Michigan State because of athletic or academics. You know them because you see them on ABC. Or well, that's the reality. The that's the reality for 99.9% of schools. Right. I mean, like even somewhere like U of M, now their fans are obsessed with their academic profile, even though A, none of them went to the school, and B, their players take basket weaving. 
The point is, nobody gives a fuck about Michigan because of the academics. They care about the winged helmet. Yeah, 100%. So and it's the same deal. Michigan State's a top 25 public university. No one cares. Who gives a shit? And so don't you think, and it'll never happen because the NCAA sucks and nobody's ever going to agree on this, but the reason things are rushed with coaching is because there's 100 and how many D1 teams, 28, 30-something? Something like that. Ten teams, big-time programs, are going to be without a coach at the end of the year. Yep. They're all racing to get the hottest names as quick as possible. So the long vetting, only certain schools, I think, can actually do that. The Alabamas of the world. Well, here's the other problem. Texas. MSU did the best that they could. When Nick Saban personally vouches for Mel Tucker, you have to take that serious, right? Yeah. Now, again, sometimes you just you you end get up, a bad apple. You end up with a hand grenade. Yeah. I think... What is it? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I think these coaches have absolute power, and they do whatever they want. Look, we've seen, I don't want to do the whataboutism, but, like, look, man, look locally. Jim Harbaugh does whatever he wants. Got a kid on a gun charge? Fuck it. Put him on the plane. Got a kid tweet out anti-Semitic stuff? Fuck it. Start him Saturday. You know, hey, my offensive coordinator got his house raided. Oh, well, I don't have to answer for it. Do we see this? Yeah, no. You it, can it, operate with impunity. You do whatever you want. Well, it ha- and it, I mean, it's happened with a lot of schools, and I just, there's no way that you can get around it other than no. just hoping it doesn't happen. Handle it the right way. And it's just, it's just crazy to me because you're right about the God complex, right? I work at a job that's not even close to as nearly high profile as what Mel Tucker was. You're kidding. But I would never swear on my social media accounts because of how it represents me and the company I work for. I agree with And that. I wouldn't do something silly that would jeopardize my job. And that's me making... A, I don't even know what the percentage of what he makes is, right. but it's very, very small. But I'm worried about that for my own public, just everything, embarrassing my family or my sure. friends. And then you get a guy like this that just don't give a fuck. Well, that's what makes me angry. He didn't give a shit about anybody that it affected around him. No. Now, forget his, fa- his, his wife, his two sons that now have to go to school in here. Imagine how many jokes they got to hear coming their way. Oh, it's not gonna right? be, that's not going to be great. And it, it's just not it optimal. Sucks. You think about you got 100 kids that are wearing your jersey because of you and what you sold them on. But in reality, you sold them nothing but falsehoods, right? Yeah, and that's- you do this. You got to be a certain way to be a Michigan State Spartan. But guess what? I'm not doing that. But that's why I said long term, this will be a blessing because he revealed who he is in the dark by the light of day. He revealed exactly who he is. And in the end, he is not fit to lead a football team, a university, and enjoy the spoils of all of that. So now you can kindly get the fuck out. And when this hearing happens, he's a dead man. He's gone. And sure, they'll have to pay a little something. That's the cost to do Probably the remainder of the season or something, right? Whatever. Whatever the clause is. And again, I think there's a chance they get sued by Brenda Tracy, which... We'll let that play out. We'll see how that works out. The point is, any financial pain they incur will be nothing compared to the roughly $80 million they owe to man. And I don't want to get to coaching search stuff. Let's let it play. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't dude, wanna, we're I don't a long way away from that. I don't want to, well, not as long as you think. Let October 5th get here, and then we'll be there. Um, all right. Now Mailbag. get back to them. Yeah, Okay. No easy segue, so let's just dive in. Anonymous and a bunch of numbers behind it writes, my boyfriend made me do this and I'm forced to listen a lot. I actually enjoy it a lot, though. Just don't tell him. Well, he knows now. I always say this. Grab your girlfriend's phone, your grandma's phone, mom, uncle, whoever. Subscribe, rate, review, subscribe. Help us out. We are roughly 25 reviews 
from 2000 on Apple. Need them. Keep them pouring in. It's important for us. Z Money 822, great pot, always listen. I don't even bet. Those are my favorite reviews. Right. I want you to listen because we're providing value. Entertainment, information, a little bit of fun, keep up on football, and then, yes, deliver some picks with it. Uh, Good 21 writes in, highly entertaining and informative. Came for the sports, but I got a whole pizza lesson. Love the pod, guys. Great sports talk, even if you don't bet. Plus, I love the chemistry between Cookies and Mike. Go back. What episode was the uh, Pizza Power Rank? NFL? Yes. And is that a separate episode for people? It is. All right. Go back in and download the Pizza Power Rank. I think it's an important conversation from a societal level. I think it's the most controversial thing you guys have talked about on this podcast. As we watch football. Some controversial selections, a debate. Jim is from Detroit. I'm from New York. Go download it. Would love feedback on that one. All right, so I got a question for you. And if you want more of that stuff, we'll do it. Like, we can do it. We can do a Wings Power Ranking. And that's what I was just about to ask you. I was talking with Cookies. He said he went to your house. You guys were watching Texas. He was crying about Bama. Yes. But he said that you guys had some wings. And so I was thinking. Well, I made them. I'm going to bring this up. Every week, you guys are going to talk about a tailgate food around football. Yeah, I'm down. Okay, whatever. It might be a chili. It might be this. Because you know Costa. He got some weird crap going on with the stuff that he orders and makes. But that's what I want to hear about. And I think I think you want to hear about it too, the audience, All right. about these wings. So I think every week Here's we talk the, about a tailgate. Let me give you the wings. This is this is the recipe. No, I, save it for cookies. Cookies needs to be here for it. Okay, tomorrow's episode. Yep, we're teasing for Tuesday. And you want me to deliver the complete? These are easy. I don't and, need if you want to tell the recipe, that's fine. I don't know if we're trying to hawk it on the side and make a few bucks on your season. No, I'm not hawking anything. I'm gonna tell people <laughs> a general okay. We'll do the wings tomorrow. Yep. Wings tomorrow. Uh, Rob22887 writes in, love the pod, careful with the early BGB mic. I'm not going to talk Texas Tech. I'm not going to talk Texas Tech. Here we go. (sighs) Been listening since the origin days. Wanted to warn Mike not to feel the pressure to offer the big game bet early in the season. I think part of the reason you had big success last year is because you waited until like we tend to start them and had a great grasp of the teams. That said, I'm still jumping in off the rip, guns up. God take me now. That is the worst beat I have had in roughly seven years. To lose Texas Tech, that was a stone-cold winner all night, on a complete bullshit, horseshit moment with 30 seconds to go, was just a gut punch. It was awful. All right, awesome information. (laughs) Mike and Cookies. I will do Texas Tech tomorrow. Mike and Cookies, keep up the outstanding work. Made a bunch of money from your predictions. I'm, I, I'm trying, guys. I'm, I'm not a pro, but I, I do care, unlike the bastard I do the show with. Especially the value picks during the podcast. You used to do fantasy football show for each position. I missed that. Thanks again. Great entertainment, Ed from Southline. Ed, I hate to break to you, my brother. Fantasy football is toast. Gambling has killed fantasy football. Uh, Policato writes in, best podcast out there. Love the insight. Simple, entertaining, accurate. I'm financing my kid's college. So far, so good. No, you're not. Uh, it's a joke. Okay, you wrote J.K. Thank God. Thank I God. Until you saw that. Thank God. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, guys, thanks for all the insight you did. Keep up the great entertainment. Boy, oh boy, was there sloppy football NFL week one. Glad you guys sniffed out some great angles through the muck. Week two lines that don't make sense. Browns favored over the Steelers on the road. Could we see this number go past five? I will get to it on the NFL. Boy, did you call that team, huh? I feel good. At, boy, Jim had a rough week. Jim makes fun of some of my stuff, but I have been really good on the big predictions. Florida State, Texas, 
The Browns so far went three and one in the NFL, had a bad Saturday. And I'll tell you, the Bengals kicking themselves at all? What do you mean? You go and make Joe Burrow the highest paid quarterback in no, 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 yards? No, no, no. Okay. I think the problem is when Joe Burrow's hurt all preseason. Yeah. I think the problem for a lot of these teams, and I'm going to do this topic on the show later today, I think the NFL has to do better for its customers, and I think they have to do better for their players. You could tell seven or eight teams yesterday, maybe more, weren't ready to play because they didn't have a preseason. My New York Giants were one of them. They weren't ready to play. There's not a 40-point difference between any team in football. The Giants weren't ready to play. Uh, Minnesota wasn't ready to play. Seattle wasn't ready to play. The Bengals weren't ready to play. My point is we have got to come up with something because week one can't be a warm-up. People pay real money. People are betting real money. That was bullshit yesterday. The product was bullshit. Uh, let's see. Main question. Since you, we know you're a food savant and probably could have your own cooking podcast, could you share tailgate watch party recipes? Okay, the answer is yes. P.S. Rest in peace, Texas Tech spread. Hmm. Great review, subscribe. That's from Chris. Great review, subscribe. We do have to Look, get if you want to know what happened, it's simple. No, Ta- save it for tomorrow. Save it for tomorrow. They're up 30 to 28. You got to eat it. (laughs) They give up a field goal, which is fine. They're getting the ball with 53 seconds left, which is fine. Cookies and I said it to each other. As long as nothing Scott Van Pelt, cataclysmic, fucked up world happens here, we are made men. They throw an interception. The Oregon player, for no reason, runs it back. He has to take a knee there. He has to take a knee there. Yeah, because it's still only an eight-point game. It's still that one possession. And and again, instead, they score. Now they're up seven. We're getting six and a half. Now the other team can come down the field, score, and and, and tie you or go for the win. It's it, was the worst beat. it was the worst beat of the last seven years of my life. It was right. the, it, and, and for hey. the BGB to start that way, I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken for the people. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> Followed a few of the college picks I agreed with this past week. NC State, which was dog shit. Texas, they're back. Oh, my God. Uh, right. Tech and, of course, the Iowa under. I'd like to apologize to Mike because as soon as Oregon – oh, come on. I said I wasn't going to do the Texas Tech shit today. Look what you did to me. Hey, <laughs> let me ask a question about Iowa. Only because you mentioned them. Could you imagine they go undefeated and they average 20 points a game? Right, and then Ferentz has to not fire his kid, even though everyone wants his kid gone. (laughs) As soon as Oregon hit the go-ahead field goal, I turned to my wife and I said, as long as Tech doesn't throw a stupid pick six, this bet is a big hit. On the positive, I can't wait for Mike's soliloquy on Tech's horrible decision-making and the fact that any smart player would have laid down after the pick to guarantee the win. Keep up the amazing work, Ray. (laughs) Thanks, Ray. Uh, guys, as always, pod's fantastic. Love everyone in the content. Can we get more shout-outs for my man, Evan? Hey. Unsung hero, splicing, cutting up, uploading. You guys push a ton of fucking content, but you know what comes with massive content. Workloads. Did you write this? Don't both. I didn't. Okay. I actually didn't, but I saw it and I threw it in there. The, the, the time frames that are so in, insanely important for betting. So about my dude, shout him out while he's sitting here with me. And hey. yes, always... All, all right, let's get to it. Cookies, F you and your effing mushroom-hating pizza-topping ass. I know you have a bunch of friends that don't like mushrooms, and you know what? You're all the effing same. You all preach to be some foodie. How the F are you a foodie when you don't like mushrooms? Hey, 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 you know what a truffle is? An effing mushroom. But hey, you're probably the foodie that eats truffle oil and thinks it's as good as an actual truffle 
F you. In all seriousness, I love cookies, but your mushroom hate deserves to be called out. Mike, pineapple deli- This guy, I'm gonna tell you, who is this gentleman? What is this person's name? It's Nayrock. Right? This is Nayrock, and I'm telling you, you can email us anytime. This is the best review in history. Mike, pineapple delicious on New York pizza, but it's gotta be Hawaiian Detroit style, not New York pie. Also, Mike, New York out of the big cities is undoubtedly the best pizza. I'll give you that. But New Haven uh, blows everything out of the water, especially if you like the thin, floppy bullshit. Red and white pizza will change your lives. You like anchovies, I love them. But a white clam pizza with lemon wedges. Okay, Nayrock, I understand. My issue with New Haven is a lot of the places burn the shit out of the pizza. If you're going to do coal fire, it's a delicate balance. You can't send it out like a like a fucking bomb site. It has to have a char, not burnt. And a lot of these New Haven places, here's the pizza, ready? There's, there's not even a New York flop. Yeah. It's just gone, cheese flies to the left. That's and ready. I don't want that. So, yes, I understand. All right, Mike and Jim, first off, love the pod. This season's better than the last. Extra content's amazing. I don't bet games, but the knowledge, the breakdown, it keeps me coming back for more. I was unfortunately forced to switch to YouTube TV because of the Spectrum cable changes. I don't love the idea of streaming, but YouTube TV has multi-view with four games. That makes it bearable. No more switching. Keep up the great work. Lexi. Lexi, here's what I'll tell you. I am weird about this. I don't need an octo box. I don't need a quad box. I don't need a two box. You just like flipping. I like one game. I don't get anything out of four games. No, it's tough. Unless you're at like a sports book and you're trying to bet on everything. You want me to sound like a snob? Yeah. I'm so glad Cookies isn't here for this. I watch games differently than the average person. A, I'm not fucked up out of my mind while I'm watching games. A lot so, of people are. Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. But I'm I'm watching and trying to look for coverages, substitution packages, how the linemen are set. You I'm are trying, watching it differently. <laughs> I'm trying to predict plays. I'm trying to, and I'm, I, I take notes. You're like a it's, Tony Romo at your own house. It's just, but it's a different experience because to me, it's like if I'm not watching games different, how am I providing anybody with value? That's true. No, I agree with now, that. Now, do I allow myself time to watch a game as a normal human and then go back and watch it as a nerd ball? Yes. I will tell you this from a streaming perspective. I have the Sunday ticket. It was great. And the one thing that I have found out from streaming games this year, whether it was Peacock or YouTube, mm-hmm. the quality is actually better on the stream than it is on our TVs. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. And that's big for me. This is going to be this is going to be the last topic of this show. I have to do this. You're baiting me into it. This has been great having you here. I think Cookies is out, you're in. So, <clears throat> Scott Hansen is a plague on society. I've never watched him. Never have. Scott Hansen. Evan, if I can, is Andrew Siciliano still doing the red zone on NFL Red Zone? Like through Sunday Ticket? I don't. I didn't watch it. I only watch games. Why would okay. I want to watch the red zone if I got the full game? Okay, noted. Lions didn't play. I put red zone on yesterday. It reaffirmed how bad Scott Hansen is. Plague on society. Scott Hansen over world hunger. Scott Hansen over global warming. Scott Hansen over Satan. This guy. Nobody loves the sound of their own voice like this guy. Just shut up. 
I'm watching the game. I don't need you describing it to me, you dumb fuck. Shut up. Yeah, why don't you just go to the game and play me the broadcasters? Then he puts up the quad box. We got a touchdown here and a touchdown here and a Here's an idea, asshole. Hit the button. Hey, we're going to show you the touchdown in Cincinnati. Take it away, boys. Hey, we got a scoring alert coming in from Atlanta. Take it away. Yeah. Hey, want to show you this highlight since we don't do extra points here on Red Zone. Enjoy. Yeah, because all you are is the middleman bringing you to the game. But don't you think that this channel is going to go away? Only because I think the majority of people that watch Red Zone are fantasy players. I, I No, it's gamblers. Is it? Oh, it's gamblers. But, okay, so if it's you're... Gamblers. Tell me this. I don't, I don't gamble, so maybe I'm the wrong person to... That's why you produce Cash the Ticket and you don't host it. Yes, but... Is there a chance I could get you to gamble by the end of the year? No, because I get too crazy about the... I don't like it. I don't like the feeling it makes me... I don't like it. We, no, no, hold on. Let's hold on. Sit tight for a minute. This is exciting for me. What what happens to you? I overthink everything, what and do I mean? don't like to do that. I like to be just off the cuff of my pants and make a choice, and that's never good for gambling, in my opinion. But what if you listen to the podcast you produce? I listen to it multiple times. So what if you select one game? Because you guys aren't always eye to eye on it. So now so I if, have two conflicting. So what people. if you take one game that Jim and I mutually like, and you partake with us, and I get to see what you're like gambling? Maybe. I don't know. What if I make the special wings I made, Jim? Yeah, maybe. Evan, That's probably more convincing. Evan, I want you to think about you You've had 13 weed gummies. <laughs> now I bring you smoke No, because then the paranoia will kick in. And... That's what I want. <laughs> no, you I don't. want you worried about the pick six with Texas Tech no, like I was. No, because then I'll start freaking out about everything else, too. It's no That's good. That's what it's I no want. Good. I don't need that in my life. Okay. I like being a peaceful, happy guy. But my question was okay. going to be, as a gambler, why the fuck don't you want to watch the actual game that you're betting on? Or is it that you bet on four games and you want to see it all at once? Ding, 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 okay. ding, ding. Because I, me, I wouldn't want to switch. Like tonight, yeah. big game, Jets, Bills, I'm just watching the game. Okay. But a Sunday that I have no responsibilities to the Detroit Lions or my listeners, I'm going to turn on Red Zone. But I'm going to tell you something. This Scott Hansen must be stopped. But some people love him up. No, 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 no. I think George Carlin said it best. Think about how dumb the average American is and then realize half the people are dumber than that. <laughs> Watch Scott Hansen and tell me this is a real person. It's not. This dude loves hearing his own voice. It's the fakest voice in the world. It he's, does seem a little forced. He's yelling at everything. And he's like, oh, my God, and you're like, just dude, shut the fuck up. You got 12 producers telling you what game to go to. Just shut up. Take us to the game. Here's the other thing that pisses me off about Scott Hansen. I don't need every other play. If a team's got a first and goal from the eight-yard line, leave it there. We can get back to the other shit. I, I, I hate him. He must be stopped. Speak. And for a while, you know what I did yesterday? Muted it? I did. I wow. muted it while I was streaming the MSU press conference. I heard maybe one of the worst broadcasts of my life driving to Michigan State on Saturday, listening to the Colorado broadcast. Oh, Gus and Joel. No, oh, no, 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 no. This is the Colorado radio broadcast that I'm listening to in my car. This guy forces his voice so bad, the play-by-play -play guy. The state of where broadcast. He'll be normal, and then he'll be like, oh, huge pass! And I'm like, all right, guy. Not every pass is going to be that crazy over the top, but... <laughs> State of broadcast at an all-time low. I was listening to it, and I'm like, I couldn't take this guy. John Madden's dead, and he ain't ever coming back. The State of broadcast is in the... It's it's a bottom of the chili pot, my man. In my opinion, and this is just working in this business for as long as I have, 
You should only get excited about the stuff that is truly exciting. And you should call the game. Yes. You're not there to be a hype man. No. You're not there to spin a narrative. You're there to do your job. And then but see, instead, we, here's what we've evolved Gary to. Gary Barnett, I think, was his color guy. Like, it was bad. We've evolved to that walnut-sized brained idiot Gus Johnson now, basically shilling for his supper. Yeah, but he was good because he reacted on such yeah, huge now, plays, and then all of a sudden, everything. How about was a Saturday huge... during the Colorado game? I didn't get to watch. Joel Klatt gets done saying, "Listen, you have to stay in bounds on this play, no matter what you do. Keep the clock running." Five seconds later, Gus Johnson calls play and smartly goes out of bounds. Dead silence. Gus goes, "Well, actually, Gus, that's the exact wrong thing to do. He's an idiot. Someone needs to check that Gus Johnson's okay because he ain't getting nothing right." Well, no, because now when he was big in March Madness, yeah. calling those CBS football games, when he was making the name of getting super excited. It was authentic. Yes. And now I think, and, and I don't know how hard he, he studies and all that kind of stuff. He's an idiot. That he's banking off of getting that Here's the other one thing. call. Here's the other thing. You're not, this is where broadcasters jump the shark. Call the game. Let your analysts give the opinions. Coach Prime. His name's not Coach Prime. It's Coach Deion Sanders. Like, I've never in my life heard a broadcast. Like, Gus, you can't tell kids to openly go to Colorado to play, and that's essentially what you're doing. How about this one? Coach Pride. Deion's other son. No, it's Deion's son. Right. It's uh, not his other son right. because he plays defense and you don't Thank call you. his name every Thank play. you for saying this. Oh, my God. I'm like... If I'm Shiloh, I am so beyond pissed uh, dude, I that can't you're calling it. me the other son. And let me be very clear. I don't have anything against Deion Sanders. Either do I. I, I, like, was, I grew up a huge fan um, of his. I'd like to say that before last season, before Mike Norvell had a huge year at Florida State, I said if it doesn't go right, Deion Sanders is who should be the head coach at Florida State. Yeah. I love the idea of Deion. What I don't have to love is how the media covers him. No, it, it's because everybody's trying to be buddies with him. Everybody's trying to be on the sidelines. And I'm not They want to be with Wu-Tang hanging out on sidelines. They want to be with T.O. and Snoop Dogg. And by the way, why didn't all those guys show up when he was the coach in HBCU? Okay, think we're good here. Um, that is Cash the Ticket. Great job. Thank uh, you. Scott Hansen must be stopped. Rate, review, subscribe. The whole bit there. And again, you want the tailgate recipe stuff? You want I think the, the people rank? want it. Yep. I'm down. These wings. Evan. Dry rub? Just tell me that. Or was there a sauce? Okay. It starts with a dry rub. Okay, that's all I need to know. Onto the smoker. Mm -hmm. Then Any sauce after? No, 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 no. No sauce. I take a little of Mike's hot honey. I love and hot toss honey. them in that. I, will you just... Only because I won't get to ask this question Let tomorrow. Me ask, hold on. Can it, I dip them in ranch still? No. It Damn. won't go with... Uh, okay, I use a peach porter... Ranch goes with everything. No, not with peach porter rub. It's, these are like candy wings. You're getting a peach rub, apple smoke, hot honey drizzle. Is there any chance? Sounds fabulous. Is there any chance you make an appearance Saturday for the Washington? No, game? I'm up north this weekend. Oh, God. Yeah, a wedding. Oh, God, a fall wedding. Fall wedding. TV's yeah. at the wedding? No, wedding's right. actually Friday. Your friends or your wife's friends? It's my wife's. Okay, now I'm going to say this. This is a disclaimer. Evan's wife is fantastic. This is no slander. This is not about the lovely Mrs. Janky. But this would cause a problem in my house. Well, no, because Saturday we're free. So she no, knows not. that we're watching no, a football not. game. MSU, UW. Yeah, we're Saturday. watching that. When's it's on the Peacock. wedding? It's on Friday. 
Ah, oh, so they tried to save money. Yeah. So we're <laughs> yeah. So we're good on Saturday. So we're just going to stay up north instead of just driving All right, up for a day. You need to commit. Maybe the following weekend. Yeah, do it before it gets ice cold because, look, the smoker, it, it, it's effort. I want to make these for you because I think, A, you'd enjoy it, but B, good pod content. All right, all right, I'm in, I'm in. Do you want hot wings that go in ranch? I can do that. I just like the ranch dipping them in. It's got to be a good ranch, too. Yeah, but it can't with this candy deal. Okay, okay. Will you trust your boy? I'll trust All him. right, rate, review, subscribe. Get on the YouTube. You guys are crushing. We will hit you with the full recap. Fuck Texas Tech and... Party on. We'll get it done. Evan, great work by you today. Happy accident. Enjoyed having you essentially co-host. Jim's out. Evan's in.